Living Faith International Church welcomes you to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alotane, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church. Bishop Dominic is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of God's word. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Get ready to be blessed and inspired with the unadulterated word of God. And now, Bishop Dominic Newlove Alote. Come on, give God a cup offering. Thank your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm blessed. Come on, shout it again, say, I'm blessed. I'm not your come on, shout it again, and shout, I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Come on, shout it three times, I'm blessed. Come on, shout it again, say, I'm blessed. I decree you are never under a curse. The blessing of God cancels every curse out of your life. The blessing of God over your life cancels every curse. In the name of Jesus, whatever God has given to you, no man shall take it out of your hands. You are a blessed man. You are bl- Sit down, sit down, sit down. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. What we are doing here is God. Okay. Let me tell you, what, what we are doing here at Butray, is God. Listen, you are privileged to be part of it. But we are not waiting for you. It's a privilege to be part of it. If you like, go away. Another six we come back, you'll be buried. Nobody will recognize you. You know why? Because it's God at work here. This is not the work of a man. Can I have a man? I'm not here. Can I have a man? I'm not here. Can I have a man? He will reap. He will reap with blessings. He will reap. He will reap generously with blessings. Verse 7. Verse 7. And let each one give as he has made up his mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, for God loves, he takes pleasure, prizes above other things, and unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it, giver whose heart is in his giving. I, I, I don't, I, when it comes to the things of God and giving to God's work, I don't complain. I, and God, oh, 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 God blesses me. I was telling the church, dog, I was telling the church, coming this, this week from New York, okay, uh, I said, I, I, I was at the counter and I said, please upgrade me to first class. The, the, the man called me and said, listen, come and look. There is no space. All the first class cabin is taken. So you can only be in business. I look at the computer, it is true. So I, w- I went my way. And then at the gate of the, of, the, of the plane, they flagged me. They put an X on my picture. And then this, I stepped outside. And then the gentleman took the parcel from me. And I said, wait a minute. So I'm waiting there. They come back and then they have teared my uh, uh, 14B and they have given me 1K. Number one. 
And so I asked myself, I asked myself, and I asked the gentleman, how did I get, because they told me that there is no seat. And I refused to pay the money they are charging because at the time we're buying the ticket, it's about $17,000 for the first class. And I said, I need to come and buy a lot of cement. And I know Gideon is waiting for me. But guess what? The, the, the lady told me, he said, he said, just a few minutes ago, somebody called that is not coming. And when the person called that is not coming, your name came up on the system that they must give you the seat. I prophesy over somebody here. Somebody's, somebody's position shall be taken away from him and it shall be given to you. Oh, I'm not hearing you. Am I talking to a believer here? Am I talking to a believer? Come on, shout amen. I'm not here. Come on, shout amen. Come on, shout amen. Take your seat. Take your seat. So, so look at how the blessing worked. When the, when the blessing worked, went into effect, it quickly created problem for somebody to come off the plane. So when I sat in the first class, those people who were there have paid $17,000. So in their mind, I also paid $17,000. I am sitting there free. May the Lord bless you beyond what you can think. Am I talking to somebody here? I'm not hearing you. I decree by the word of the Lord that there will never be a day that you will never have anything in your hands. Every day there shall be a supply. Am I talking to a believer here? I say every day. Now sit down, sit down, sit down. One of the things, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, one of the days I'll be talking about the mystery of the blessing and what the blessing can bring into your life and how people can hate you because you're a blessed man. People can hate you for nothing because you're a blessed man. You can hate me, but you can't you can hurt me. You are not permitted to hurt me. Touch not my anointed, nor do my prophets no harm. Amen. Your sacrifices on all these demonic altars will never work. You mention my name anywhere negatively, it shall backfire. Come on, am I talking to somebody here? I'm not hearing you. I don't feel you this morning. You mention my name on any altar, it shall be fire. Come on, shout amen. I'm not yet shout amen. I'm not yet shout amen. I love my church. I love my church. I love my church. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am a blessed man. I carry a blessing. Listen, listen. I believe I'm the only pastor in Ghana here when I'm traveling. When I'm coming from Ghana, I'm able to call my friends and ask them, I'm coming from, I'm coming from New York. Is there anything you want me to bring for you? I'm the only one. And I'll come in non-club. And then they'll say, oh, this perfume, that, this one. That, and I'll go out and buy them and package them nicely. And when I come, I'll call them. I say, send somebody to, I'm the only one. I'm a blessed man. And, and, and dangerously favored. Am I, am I, you are dangerous. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am dangerously favored. No, 
You can never explain, explain the life of a blessed man. Okay, so if you're not very careful, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You know, uh, some of the stupid thing I heard this week was when I heard that some pastors were saying that we have remortgaged our church in Ghana, uh, in the U.S. to come and build a house here. It's not true. In New York, we don't owe. And we don't mortgage our building to come and do anything here. This is God's supply in this house. It shall be done. Come on, put your hands together. Shall be done. Okay, now, so God loved a cheerful giver. A cheerful, you, you must be a cheer, you, you must have joy. Let, let, let me, let me share what the Lord has shown me this year that has blessed my life. Emoji, do not allow anybody to determine how you treat them. It's a, I call it the higher life. Do not allow anybody because when people hate you, they expect you to hate them back. Don't give them that power. So me, when I see you don't like me, I'll bring you a gift. Because you are not going to determine my, to, how to treat you is my own determination. I decide how to relate to you, how to treat you. Come on, say amen. So whether you hate me or you don't like me, it doesn't make any change in my relationship with you. Am I talking to somebody here? And for that reason, God blesses me. Am I talking to somebody here? Because, because a blessed man, listen, your enemies can never handle you. They can't handle you when they realize that your heart is full of love. Number eight, Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. And God is able. Listen, this has been some of my scriptures in my giving. Honorable, he said, God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing. Now, what is grace? The power to define is the power to determine destiny. So I like always to define things. What is grace? This is Bishop. This is coming from Bishop Dominic Newlove, Alotes Encyclopedia. What is grace? Grace is God's enabling ability. Basically, God's enabling ability that enables you to do what you have to do and to become what you have to become. So Paul says that I was like this, I was like that, but he enabled me. That is, he gave me grace. Now watch it. Don't clap. Don't clap. So he says that God is able to make all grace, which also means that we have different kinds of grace. We have grace to prosper. We have grace to handle enemies. We have grace that allows you to fight certain battles. Because there are certain battles you need grace. There are certain people you need grace to live with and to love. If you don't have grace, there are certain people you operate it on your job. If you don't have grace, they'll kill you. Can I have amen? Can I have amen? We have the grace of God that comes upon you because you are a very humble person. We have a grace that allows you to prosper beyond what man can imagine and think. Allow you to, 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 to spend money beyond, beyond what you can imagine. 
that at the end of the year, you are trying to recollect where the money came from and you still can't put your hand on it. Why? Because the grace of God, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that even though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. So therefore there is another grace that allows you to fit in everywhere. There is a grace that allows you to fit in places where normally you cannot survive. You are able to go down, come up. You are able to be at the level. The people you are dealing with are all millionaires. But there is a grace over your life that allows them to accept you like one of them. Even though you don't have what they have. But, but you are operating with them with grace. So the Bible says, God is able to make all grace to abound towards you, okay? To come on you in abundance so that you may always, under all circumstances, you don't understand this scripture, and or always so. Under all circumstances and whatever the need, self-sufficient. You know, you know one of the things I pray for? I'm always asking God, don't put what you have given to me in the hands of my enemies because they will never give me. And some of you, you look like my lovers and my friends, but if God is to put into your hands what you must give me, you will, not, you will run away from this church and take it with you. So the Bible says that he is able to make all this grace abound toward you so that you be self-sufficient. It is the will of God for you to be self-sufficient. Uh, look at the scripture. He said you are self-sufficient, uh, self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support. And what finish in abundance for every good work. So, so you, you, you know the problem in Africa, we are always looking for aid. But God says, there is a grace that comes upon you that allows you not to look for any aid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not relating to you because I want to take something from you. Some of us, you're, 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 I mean, the only reason why you are in church because you want to take away. You're always taking. Some of the things that were shocking, very, very shocking, when our CCTV camera captured people who were stealing money on the altar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? They were stealing money. The, the, the woman trained the boys to steal money on the altar. Curse. Yes, I mean, there are monies you don't touch. And one of them because, church, hear me. Every time I came here and I took this money here and I brought it here, it can be my cancer. It can be my, my, my are you hearing me? It can be my disease. It can be some problem that I brought to the altar. When you come and take the money to your house, you carry my problem with you. What's wrong with you stealing church money? I require no aid. I'm not begging for anything. I'm not asking for anybody to give me anything. I require no aid. 
if this scripture is not true, then John 3.16 is not also true. Then Psalm 91 is not true. Then Psalm 27 is not true. Then Psalm 24 is not true. If this scripture, if, if the Bible says, I can bless you to a point where you will require no help from anybody. If this scripture is not true, then John 3.16 and John 1, John chapter 1 verse 14 is not also true. God can bring you to a point in your life when you don't need to require anybody. In other words, you will never be a servant to another person because the, the, the borrower is always a, 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 what? A, a servant. May you never be a borrower. I'm, I'm not here. I said, may you never be a borrower. Listen, one of the things I've learned in my life, I will never borrow money from any bank to do God's work. Put your hands together. Okay, so now, now let's talk a little bit in the next 10 minutes. Let's talk about the tithes. Okay, um, uh, the tithes represent the minimum financial commitment a believer has to God. When you read the book of Genesis chapter 14, let's read from verse 7. Let's read from verse 7. And then Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7. Okay, look at it. Look at it. This is before the law. And as a matter of fact, I don't even know who taught Abraham to tithe. I don't, because the Bible didn't tell us. But we saw that this man called Melchizedek came to receive the tithe from Abraham. Genesis chapter 14. Come to verse 17. And after his, after his Abraham's return from the defeat and the slaying of the Chalodioma and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Sheva. That is the king's valley, yes? And the Bible says, And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, later called Jerusalem, brought out bread and wine for their nourishment and he was the priest of the most high God. Yes. And he blessed him and said, blessed, favored with blessings, made blissful, joyful, be Abraham by God, the most high, possessor and maker of heaven. I mean, the, 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 this man, Melchizedek, the Bible tells us that he has no genealogy, he has no father, he has no mother, but he was made like unto the sons of God, uh, or the uh, son of God, abided forever. Now, he meet Abraham, and then the thing is, who even told him that Abraham was coming? But he was expecting Abraham to come and give his tithes. And he was carrying the blessing, but Abraham was the one that carried the tithe. Are you getting it? He blessed him. He took the tithe and blessed him. Verse 20. And blessed, praised, and glorified be God, Mosai, the Elion, who has given your foes in your hand. And Abraham gave him a tent. Who has given your foes? Who have given your enemies 
into your hand, my God, who have given your enemies into your hand. May the Lord give your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a, th a tenth of all. He paid his tithes. And then the, 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 the king comes to Abraham and said, I want you to take everything. Look at the scripture. Give it to me, verse 21. And, and the king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the persons and keep the goose for yourself. Immediately Abraham encountered Melchizedek and paid his tithe. The next thing was that somebody was looking for him to bless him. Looking for him to bless him. Take everything. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand and sworn to the Lord God, the Most High, the Possessor, and the Maker of heaven and earth. Verse 23. That I will not take a thread or a shoelace or anything that is yours. My God. My God. Can you imagine when you come to a place in your life when somebody says, listen, Listen, you have done very well. I want you to take everything you brought for me. Just give me my men. And then you are able to lift up your voice and say, listen, me, I have, I have sworn to the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth, that I won't even take to your shoelace. I don't want you to take credit of what God is doing in my life. You won't take credit. I, I'm so thankful because people can't take credit of what God has done in my life. You can't take credit. No, whatever, whoever I am today, it has been by the grace and, and the blessing of God over my life. I refuse, listen, if I'm working with you and you don't, you don't do anything for me, I will never malice you. Why? Because you are not my source. When you see people malicing other people because they don't give them anything, they have made those people their source. You are not my source. God is my source. He is the supplier. My God shall supply. My God shall supply. There is a reason for the tithe. So that when we come to the, the, the book of Malachi chapter 3, he said, bring all your tithes to my storehouse. That there will be meat in my house. Why? Because before you came here, honorable, before you came here, the carpet was here. You and I, God says we must bring our tithes into the storehouse. We must also pay our tithes for other people to come in. That there will be meat in my house. There will be meat. There will be ample ministry. Ample ministry. Men's ministry. Living ladies. Uh, uh, prayer ministry. Can, can, can you imagine how fantastic it will be? If we have a prayer ministry where the church pays the people who pray, that the only thing you have to do, you have a prayer request, you just bring it to us. And then we open the door and give it to those who are praying. And they are here six hours. They pray for six hours, they go. Another bunch comes for six hours and they are paid by the church. Come on, give God a clap off it. You see, the reason why we cannot do that is because there is not enough meat in the church. There's not enough meat. So the Bible says, when we are able to do that, we are able to have a lot of meat so that we can do more ministry. We can support more people. We can advance the kingdom of God. Why is it that in the US, musicians, they start from the church, eh? and then later on, they end up in the world. 
Why? Because the church cannot support the ministry of music. Serious. The church can't support them. They have a gift. They have the grace. By the time you realize, they are singing all kinds of songs. Why? Because the church cannot support those ministries. There are people here that must never go out to do any work. They must be employed by the church. They want to work for God. They want to evangelize. But guess what? There is no meat in the house. And because there is no meat in the house, you can't support them. A lot of thieves clothed in, in, in sheep clothing, robbing people. Living faith, when you are listening, this is my 40th year of preaching the gospel. Full time, this 40 years. Come on, give God a clap off you. Yeah. 40 years. No, 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 I'm not a fly by nine preacher. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, you have to understand, church, that you can never rob God, you can never rob God, denying the house of God of meat and expect God to bless you. It doesn't work. Some of us, God wants to take you to your next level. And I want you to understand, it is not about the money. It is about the principle and the heart behind what you are doing. It's not about your money. Giving is not about the money. Now watch this, watch this. Now, and you are pocketed this. When you pocketed this, whatever you did was useless. Number one. Number two, you actually attracted a curse instead of a blessing because now you, are, you have robbed God of what doesn't belong to you. And you have kept it. Now, how much do you have? 20. This is your tithe. This is your tithe. 20. Exactly 20. So you come and then you gave your 20. Go and give your 20. This is your tithe. Okay. Now, watch this. The one who gave the 20 truthfully as his tithe, God responded to him better than the one who gave the 60. You know why? Because it's not about the amount. It's about the principle. You're, you're, are you understanding it? It's not about the amount. It's not about the amount. It is about the principle and the heart behind the giving. Get these five points. Your tithe provides ample provisions for the work of God. Okay? Uh, your giving continues the flow of ample provisions for others to come and receive the word of God. When a church has more, she can do more. Each church needs sufficient resources to carry out its mission. We should rejoice as we pay our tithe. Number two, you honor God when you gave your tithe. You demonstrate to God that you acknowledge he is the source of your life. And everything that you have, he gave it to you. He gave it to you. Number three, when you pay your tithe to God in your local church, you, there is a spiritual exchange that takes place. You give natural and heaven releases a supernatural blessing. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 6. Every time I give, it's a natural act. But God responds to me supernaturally. Number two, when I give to somebody, 
I have power over the person. I am more blessed than the person. Because he said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. So if I am not blessed, I can't be a blessing. My assignment as a man of God is to teach you and help you and lift you up to a level where you also become a blessing instead of sitting back and receiving. If you are the ground and all that we are doing is to putting seed inside you, but you are not germinating, we will stop putting seed in the ground. It means the ground is dead. Some of us, our lives are dead. Let's, let's stand together and let's read this. Yes? He took tithe from whom? I'm not here. He took tithe from whom? He took tithe from Abraham and blessed him that have the promises. Give me the next verse. Yes? Now beyond, let's, let's all read together. One go. Now let, come on, let's read it better. Let's go. One go. Beyond all contradictions, yes? The lesser is what? Is blessed by the better. Come on. The lesser. Now sit down. So who is the lesser here? The lesser is Abraham. The better is Melchizedek. Do you see that? But but Abraham, I want to, if 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 you don't get anything I'm teaching today and you only get this one, I'll be happy. Listen. Abraham had a promise, but he didn't have the blessing. Without the blessing, the promise will never come to pass. A promise is something spoken, I will give it to you. For example, if I say I will give you this phone, you can die without receiving it. Every day you come and ask me, the phone, I say, take, take your time, I will give it to you. One year comes, I will give it to you. Two years comes, I'll, because it's just a promise. Abraham had the promise, but he didn't have the blessing. It is the blessing that brings the promises out. So if you just, I'm a child of God, I'm, I, I, I'm so, so, and so, I am rich. I, yes, it's a, it's a promise, but you are still the same way you are because the promise is only triggered by the blessing. This is Bishop Dominic Nulav Aluti. Approve of this message. Come on, put your hands together. Put your hands together. Thank you for listening to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Aluti, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. We believe you have been blessed, inspired, and encouraged. You are invited to worship with us on Wednesdays, Success in Life Teaching Service, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Sundays, Celebration Service, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate Living Faith International Church, Rima House, at Shalibutre Old Town last stop. For more details or prayer and counseling, please contact 0501-550-756-0561-291-565 and 0244-780-205. Remain under the blessings of God. Living Faith International Church, living by faith, dominating your world.